Hi, I'm Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the Pantheon Network. Rush is one of the most successful progressive rock bands of all time. They've released 14 platinum albums in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, calls them the patron saints of brainy, technical, ambitious rock and roll. People who are into Rush tend to be really into Rush, but not us. We just don't like them. Are we missing something? Do we have bad taste in music? On today's episode of Prisoners of Rock and Roll, we agreed to put our opinions aside and objectively listen to some of their most popular and important cuts. Then we're going to sit down and discuss, does Rush suck? It's the musical trio of Rush versus the musical commentary trio of the Prisoners of Rock and Roll. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Prisoners of Rock and Roll, episode number 34. I'm Bruce Kramer, and I'm the luckiest man in podcast land because I get to spend the next two hours talking about music with two great friends and co-hosts, Ryan McCusker and Doug McCusker. How you doing? Are you rocking? We are here to drop the hits like De La O. Prisoners of Rock and Roll (laughs) is sponsored by McCusker's Tavern at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia. And our show is proud members of the Pantheon Podcast Network, the network for amazing music commentary. Tonight's episode is about the band Rush, and the Ooh. three of us do not like the Ooh. band Rush. That's, pretty, that's a pretty hard statement, and we just simply don't like them. I'm like, like, you know. I'm like famously known down at the bar not to like yeah. Rush. Yeah, and we were talking, uh, I, I guess we were talking about a, an episode a couple weeks ago, and I mentioned that my wife and I, one night, we watched the documentary Beyond the Light. I've seen uh, it, Beyond yeah. the Lighted Stage. Yeah, it Netflix. is a good documentary. I like it. It is really good. Yeah. And I just said, like, yeah, we watch it, and I don't like Rush, and you guys... Both were like, yeah, we don't like him either. We're like, all right, let's do a show about it. Talk yeah. about it. Yeah, so. let's talk we're shit on him. Yeah. Well, not I, necessarily talk shit on no, him. Like, we're no, just trying no. to figure out if we think. I think you know, we definitely think that they're all amazing musicians. We're all having said definitely cannot take that away from any of these guys. They yeah. are masters of their craft. Absolutely. And I think if this works, we could do a whole series on does blank suck. You know, the Kate Bush. I was gonna, yeah, you took the words the right Kate out of Bush, my mouth. R.E.M. I mean, that'll be, we're just trash canning them, but, um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so this isn't going to be two hours of us just going, they suck. We're and, really going to try. Yeah, yeah dude, we're really I, I trying. We're going to be open minded. We discussed it. You know, we're all mature enough to, uh, talk educationally or, you know, yeah. fair enough about put, it, you know. Put like, our, uh, opinions pre- aside. Yeah, yeah, opinions aside and try to listen to it. Um, I didn't do like a, whole, a ton of research either. I just wanted my like, what am I? What do I think? Yeah, you know, I tend to go way down the rabbit hole of the shit with all the yeah. research. I was like, let me just listen to it and just kind of make some notes as I'm listening. My idea of this was, what's the most, um, how can I say, uh, popular thing that we can <laughs> the, do? The less <laughs> shitty, a little less shitty that we can do. I, and I really do love. Um, I really love concept albums, like no matter what it is, and this. 2112 we're going to talk about and uh, it is a concept 2112 was released in 1976 and uh interesting enough it was just one side of the record that was a concept and the second side was just a bunch of songs how many songs are in it 
the first side is seven songs in one track. Okay. You know what I mean? Like if it was it's seven on seven songs in one track, like kind of like the wall, it all like meshes up together. It, it totally meshes together. When we were uh, said we we're going to do the show, I said to Ryan Bruce, I was like, dude, I'm not going to sit around and listen to, to two weeks of Rush. I've heard enough Rush in my life, and I came to the conclusion a long time ago. I like the band. The it's just Getty Lee's voice that kind of turns me off, dude. Man. Like I saw Rush in concert. And did you? Re- did you? They did. I went with Matt Kucharski. Oh, right on. We went. It was had to be 1997. And they did twenty one twelve and like in its completeness. Mm. And I remember it. Like I, I didn't know it like, you know, like as I know it now after listening to it all week. But like I remember it being awesome. Like, yeah. you know, like they were they were unbelievable live. I do regret um I remember when they got inducted to Rock and Roll of Fame and I watched it and I said to Ryan, I'm like you know, okay, next time they come around, we're going to have to go see them, ch- like, check it off. And sadly to say, we didn't get to see him because Neil Peart died. I've seen him. Yeah, but I never got to see him, and I wanted to see him with you, so we can just be... He's like, you saw Rush? When the hell yeah. did you see Rush? Well, well and saw it's Rush. It's a secret. It's dude, a secret. Dude, and saw Rush, and she fell asleep during the show. She fell asleep like, during the, why. the whole show. I know? understand why. But I, I would just, you know, I, I feel like I missed out. I missed something out on the rock and roll gods by not seeing them. They were great musicians. Like, yeah, totally one of those. Like, yeah, they come around. I'll go see them. Yeah, are yeah. they any like Rush cover bands? I'm sure there's a thousand. Oh, I'm there's sure thousands they're out there. Out there. Oh, I'm sure they're out there. But like, you know, Rush is a selective taste. You really have to be a brain to like Rush. You know, maybe that's why I never really com- like connected to them. Yeah, I, like don't, I, don't, I don't buy that, dude. Yeah. You, you, no. call, you jokingly call me the professor, and yeah. I don't like them either. So. But I don't know. Maybe you kind of have to really be a, a Dungeons and Dragons loving yeah. dork. I, like, no, I, 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 I mean, I played my D&D in time with my, my boy Brennan, you know, and uh, it's fun and all, but I think you have to be in that mind of set of mind to listen to Rush, because they sing about dragons and shit like yeah. that. I had a really difficult time doing the research for this. You know, and I normally, like, I enjoy it. I'm always like, man, I'm learning so much. I really struggled doing it. That, it's I listen, hard. I fucking listen to them all week. What I did you listen I, to? I couldn't do it. I tr- well, so initially, we were going to talk about the album Moving Pictures. Yes. So I listened to that over and over and over. And then we're like, oh, let's talk about 2112. So I, then I, I pivoted. And I even I messaged your kid's you like, turn this off, like bang on the wall. I messaged Ryan. I was like, we could talk about it, but I don't think I could sit down and listen to a whole nother <laughs> album. But I did. Um, and, and maybe at the end, we'll get around, like, we'll talk a little bit about, like, mm. what has our opinions changed? But I tried listening to it, like, with headphones on. Yeah. And just really paying attention. And then I tried listening to it, like, as I was just working. And I honestly, yesterday, man, I had a point where I got really angry and just, like, aggravated at work. And I was like, it's because I'm doing stuff. And his voice and just no in way. the back oh, of my wow. head, man, was like, I had to turn it off. I was like, man, I'm getting, like, agitated. You know, it, it went a completely different for me. It really, I really enjoyed it because I found out the story. And, um, wow, they're really such great musicians on the, the record. Getty Lee voice is horrible. If people say, like, Bob Dylan's a horrible singer, well, guess what? Yeah. Getty Lee is a fucking horrible but, singer. But then I hear, like, I'm we're listening to Tom Sawyer when it's open, and I've heard that song a thousand times, and I actually do enjoy it's it. It's rocking. It, absolutely. But then I think about, who did Rush really influence? A lot of people. But Dream the main, Theater. Dream Theater, but definitely Jack Black, with his stupid fucking face when he's singing there. <laughs> to the yeah, yeah. That whole He was in that documentary. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. What but was like, the name of that documentary? Uh, uh, the, the Rush documentary? Yeah. Beyond the lighted stage, yeah, that was great. But it's just like you know, Jack Black, like he just made like with the the creatures from the from the the, the far land and this and that, and it's just 
that's what I associate it with. Yeah, Rushes definitely has a uh, like Lord of the Rings kind of gig. Yeah, kind of thing. I've, I've got a whole bunch of notes on my opinion on them now, and I, mm. I want to save it till the end. I like, I, I like the thing that you sent in all the um. The, like the Rolling Stone magazine, oh, the reviews and of the, shit. Yeah. Mm. yeah, dude, I I always thought that like the, they had a like critics really loved them. No I, way. When I was writing a monologue, I was gonna write like critics love them, people love them, we don't. And I was like, oh no, dude, like the critics were really they fucking hated yeah, them. Yeah, dude, they're they were a cult like, band, dude. Yeah, they're just yeah. as much as we'll get into it later, but they're just as a cult band, just yeah, as like ACDC and Kiss. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Rush is always on the radio. You always hear yeah. Tom Sawyer. We opened up with Tom Sawyer. You know, later on, we're going to play a bunch of different songs from different albums. But, you know, like we said, we're going to focus on 2112. Um, 2112 itself, the number, is what's the meaning of that? You know, there's different theories in that everything. Like, is It's Neil Peart's birthday. It's military time or something else. But I just read something um, that I really liked. And 2112 is what they called an angel number and angel numbers are recurring sequences of numbers that have spiritual significance. So 2112 is trusting the universe. So is it like, like basically like mirroring itself? Like, cause it's 2112. Yeah. You know I mean, I don't, I don't know. Does but, that make sense? No. Yeah. No. Like a palindrome, like yeah, forward and backwards. Yeah, yeah. If you, you put 2112, you put them there. Right. Like a mirror image, like yeah. the word, like but, the word poop. I'm That's just, about yeah, pretty much. My, yeah. Did you guys ever hear of an angel number? I have no, not. I never have. Yeah. You should look it up. It's like a sequence of numbers like, dude, two, two, 22 is coming or, or two, 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 22 is coming up. Mm-hmm. It was yesterday. Yeah. 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 Well, the two, 22. Oh, oh, two, right. Right. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. You know, like that's an angel number. I don't know what that's going to... See, that's why I drive down here an hour, because I learn something every time I'm here. See, yeah. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Yeah. You don't just look smart. You actually are smart. I am gorgeous. If you radio listeners out there don't know me, I'm you're, an answer You're an Adonis. All right. Um, Doug, you mentioned the 2112. Like, is it like the wall? It's actually one song. Right. Like, it's not even broken. You know, like, the wall will have, like, it, you can go to In the Flash in different cuts, but the wall, uh, but 2112, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. But the thing with, like, why it's like, oh, really, it's the wall, like, it all can sit together. Like, there were some songs in the wall that, like, people think that they're the same song, but they're, at, like, they're all part of the same song, but they're this absolutely is, not, like, this is different. Right. Yeah. This is one song with seven parts to it. Do you have a narrative of, of the story that we could base off, start with? Um... I don't have it broken down. I kind of, well, yeah, I guess I can. I don't have the, um, like, I can, I can do it, but you're the professor. Okay. I think, I think maybe you can give the gifs of it in okay. a, like a paragraph okay. or whatnot. Yeah, I can do that. I haven't told my wife that you call me the professor yet. She's going to fucking love that they fed my <laughs> ego. So maybe tomorrow I will, uh, let her know. I will profess to her. Can we talk about how it was made or just a story? How, just many, al- how many albums did they make prior to this? All right. So it was their, they put out three albums before this. The record label was getting tired of their shit. And they were like, you're making these crazy concept albums. And they were like, dude. Well, here's one for you then. They were The Mercury Records was going to drop them. Yeah. And a record uh, manager actually went to the label and was like, just give us one more shot to make an album. Sorry. And they um, they put this out. So it's like half of a concept album, not yeah. the whole thing. But it also became like, this was huge. This is like the yeah, album was that cultural. The album covers, but was, is it with the pentagram and the, yeah. and the guy saying, everybody was, knows that. I remember that since I was a little kid. Yeah. And I didn't know the meaning of it until this week. Yeah. 
and the um so the two sides are completely unrelated. So the second okay. the first side is a concept and the second side is just a bunch of songs that they wrote at the time. So, so the record company said, "Hey, you're making some crazy music, this that blah blah blah." And we're giving you one last chance. So they make side A. They said we're going to go out our own way. Yeah, they were okay, like, we're going to go down. We're going to go down. They got it. So they're kind of like they got to set up Canadian balls. And yeah, yeah. Fucking said, "Fuck you." We're going to do our ever. thing. That's actually one of the things I like about them. Yeah, is like they've gotten where they are by just working their asses sure. off and on their terms. And I thought that was really cool. So the story. So in a galaxy, there's a uh, in twenty one sixteen. There's a get or some other year in the future. There's it's 2065. a 2065. 2065. I'm sorry, I wrote 2016 on here, and I'm like, no, it was, was five like, oh, years, years, years ago. Seven yeah, years it's ago. the year 2065. Thank you. In 2065, there's a galaxy-wide war that results <laughs> in a union of all planets under the rule of the Red Star of the Solar Federation. By 2112, the world is controlled by the priests of the temples of Sirnix. Sirnix. The prote- so the main character, the protagonist, finds an ancient device, and it's actually a guitar. And he learns how to play the guitar, and he's like, oh, my God, I've discovered this amazing thing. I He goes to the these priests, and he's like, you got to hear this amazing thing I've discovered called music. Because these dudes, like they uh, they control like what you can read and pictures and movies and music. And he goes to the priest, and he plays the music to him. And the priests take it and they smash it, and they like get out. Yeah, we know all about. Yeah, this. sure. That yeah. sounds from that the sounds, old world. That, yeah, that sounds realistic. And they banish him, and then he goes and lives like in a cave, and he starts thinking about like the only way uh, to get. He can't live under this control anymore now that he's discovered music, and the only hope he has to get out is to die. And the it ends kind of ambiguously. Like, does he commit suicide? Does he go and? fight back or anything so it tells this little story in 20 minutes yeah i i found it very intriguing um especially the ending um we'll get to it um it 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 changed my mind about rush a little bit it really has i love concept albums and this is a dorky one yeah, it sounds like a, it's, it sounds it's like really a, dork. It but sounds you like, have to remember it was made in 1976. I was going to say it sounds like a like a sci-fi movie from the 70s like Argo, like the idea of Argo. You know I, what I mean? Oh, definitely. It was definitely a, you know, it was Neil Peart's brainchild. Yeah. He, do you re- is there information about he got it from a book? Yeah, uh, The Fountainhead yeah. by Anne okay. Rand. I've heard like that famous. Yeah, yeah, it's very I famous. I haven't read yeah. it, but... Really? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, you should yeah. get on that. I am a socialite. <laughs> Tell so. me about it. Yeah, I somehow missed it in my travels, but um, I took a couple science fiction classes in college, which was really cool. I took uh-huh. one on, like, science fiction film, and I took one on, like, we read science fiction books, and this did remind me of, like, some of the stuff I sure. read in college. Like, you know, you're reading all kinds of, like, obscure you're not reading like Star Wars and no, Dune. No. You're reading kind of nerdy, obscure shit. And this did remind me of some of that yeah. stuff. Yeah, it reminded me of a, a million, like maybe like uh, those cheesy. T- have, I'm sure they had a rush one. I'm right? sure they, they did, dude. Yeah. And we, of course, didn't go see it. No, we went and saw the Metallica one and, and the Lollapalooza one. It's like, oh man, let's go to play a terrible. What's playing? Rush. Oh, no, I'm good. No, we're good. I'm good. <laughs> so, those of you outside of Philadelphia, there's a very famous museum downtown that has a planetarium in it, and they were making some side money. By late at night, they would put on these really trippy laser shows. They would play like Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. They and did do these really trippy. They did, did they? Oh, yeah. 
They, yeah. still, they don't still do that stuff. No, do they? they I don't stop. know. Yeah. WMMR backed it up for years, and then they stopped doing it. I remember the last run they had. It was really sad. I wish they'd do it, because I'd go still. Hey, man, maybe we should do it at the bar. We, we should, should have a late show. show. Yeah, laser late show. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. we can pull it off. Midnight. This day and age is probably not that expensive. Midnight show, and you hear, hear it first. But um, like we were talking about it, like you know, kind of starts really like weird, and then the guitar comes in and it's kind of rocking. But you got to think, you know, who was doing anything like that technically back in 1976? Yeah, they're very experimental with sounds, and um, you know, Alex had different kind of uh, pedals, and it was just all groundbreaking at the time. Starting, you like, know? did you guys see the picture I put on our Facebook page today of? Uh Geddy Lee playing his bass with all the gear around him. No, uh, no I didn't I've see I've seen it. a million pictures of his gear. Oh, all yeah. that stuff. I've seen that yeah, picture yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. a fame. That's from the um yeah. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like the, the yeah, essay yeah. that they came out yeah. with. And it's like, yeah, you know, he's got those big stupid goggles and he's got the shitty hair that I had in high school. It's like a and- bass guitar with a guitar underneath it. It's pretty fucking. It, it, you weird. know what? I never thought of that. That I was like, why yeah. has he got a double? Like it's a bass, bass guitar part? on yeah. top, and it's a regular guitar on the bottom, or it may be a twelve string on the bottom or something. It's a six string. Yeah. I hadn't even thought of that because I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm uh, who's the guy who does this shit? Like the guy from Cheap Trick always had the double. Is it a guitar or is it a bass? We it's a six. It. It's got six strings on it. But the yeah, top that's a guitar. Has, that's a guitar. But the top has four. It's bass. Yeah, it's yeah. a bass on top. And huh. then it's a guitar on the bottom. And he's got this like enormous amount of you know, dude, 50 pedals. He would play and... the keyboards with his feet, dude. Yeah. Dude, I always said, like, you know, where the, like, you two, where the edge is standing from. You can launch just a space shuttle. Yeah. Gay Lee saying, you can launch a space shuttle. I was just thinking from. that. Yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's a rig that the edge would be jealous of. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it was. Uh, the starting of it is pretty dorky. You know, the laser sounds, um, but the guitar comes rocking in, and the story. Starts with the first monologue of it. Yeah, so that's uh, I believe it's about four minutes and forty five seconds in. If my if your notes are yes. correct, so uh, hang on, I'll, let me zoom right to that and let's check that out. You know, it's kind of an introduction of what the society is. Um, they're le- led by the uh, the leaders. The um, temple, right. The priests of the temples of Syrinx. And I, I messed up the name when I was pronouncing it several times. Comic in the book guy's going to kill you. Nah, dude, I'm going to get blown up. We're going to get blown up so hard yeah, this comic episode. Book guy's going to bring right. out his laser. <laughs> his laser. laser impact. But yeah, that's the beginning of the story. Um, the next part of the story gives a little information about how they live their society. We tell you what to do. We tell you how to live. Okay. Uh, Sounds familiar. I'll get to that. Five minutes and 40 seconds. Right. Are we in the future? Right. Here we go. Here's five minutes and 40 seconds in.
definitely Rush. Yeah, I like the mix though. I'm listening more to the uh, the music mix rather than what he's singing about. It's, unfortunately, it's, that's what I do. Yeah, and um, I like you know the levels of everything. You know, his voice is up there, and then you know from what Getty does, you would expect it, the bass to be in your face, but it's not. Like the like the drums are there. It's or very more, hard. Or, yeah, it's very hard to be a three piece band. Yeah, but yeah. dude, I don't. Like, you have again, to be an amazing dude, they, musician. They, to, they are amazing musicians. They are. Just, yeah. yeah. I I just had a. You just said that, and I was gonna. I was like, oh, I should say that for later. I'm too stupid to remember. I was bringing it up now, and I was like, gonna grab a pen. But you're mm-hmm. right, man. It's um. Like you can, <laughs> I'm good. Thanks. You, I get maybe. Can you listen to them on different levels? Like you, yeah, we I don't like to. you don't like his yeah. voice, so yeah, it's like I have to. So you, you can zone that out and listen to the musicianship yeah. and enjoy it. Because I like you know, that's kind of subtle, but it's like kind of like I've learned to appreciate Rush over as I got older, you know. But it's not because of what he's singing about. It was the musicianship of the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like Neil Peart blows me away. I'm sitting there listening to Neil Peart. Like it's like man, even though it's like simple little films. But again, there were progressive rock bands Dude, out there. But like, there's nothing simple about no, Neil. No, 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 no. I'm not saying simple. Like you had like fucking yes out there. Like yes, yeah. like you know, is what they it is. really suck. They yes really, really suck. sucks. But like you know, but you have this band with three guys in a man, and they just make this sound, and only those three guys together can make that sound. And that's another great point too. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, please. That's another great point, man. Because it's like um. Yeah, when I when I hear the classic, the three piece band, I think it's Easy Top. Sure, they're the ones that come to my mind in that enormous friggin' sound that those guys make. These dudes make an enormous sound too, but it's completely different. It's but, a but futuristic sound, right? Like nerd nerd rock compared to like in your face blues, but, punch in your face. But again, you know, going back to his setup, just Getty Lee's setup is just like he has a keyboard there, he has a guitar on his bass, he has the bass, he has this, he has that, he has synthesizers. You know, yeah, dude, like it's. He's it's amazing. It it's amazing. But that's just what he's doing. Exactly. And Alex is doing something completely wild and unbelievable on guitar. Yeah. And then there's Neil Peart that's just creating this amazing rhythm behind it and just carrying the song, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Neil never did anything for my drumming personally like he i'm not a fan of his drumming do i think he's amazing yes he is fantastic i'll never be as good nowhere near i'm not i'm not worth be at the bottom of his shoe but he never influenced, influenced me at all yeah. i'm like a charlie watts rolling stone kind of guy yeah but um i used to have a constructional video of his and just i could just watching him play this whole week and you could really be a drummer and really appreciate what he does even if you think he he overplays yeah man i mean you could really be into modern art but still really appreciate picasso you know or or any of that like you know i really like craft beer but i can also enjoy good bourbon you know it's like yeah you can appreciate it It may not be your thing that you don't want to enjoy all the time but it's you still yeah you get it yeah i don't think any of us like um we don't think they suck as a band right like it's one of those like yeah, it's we, just like, eh, they suck. But like yeah. one thing that you said that was really interesting, like, you know, uh, Mule Pert's playing. I don't think he overplays, dude. And it fits no, to what, no. what they do. You no, know, it's I don't what think they do. He I mean, doesn't play, overplay. I never thought in my life that any of these guys overplay in their instruments. I, I, I mean, think, maybe they jam on a little too long. I don't know. Like, it's a, it's a roadmap of what they have. You know? I don't know if it's maybe, I mean, you two are musicians and I'm not, but maybe it's because if they overplay, they all overplay I it's think like, you that's have to the idea. listen i think you have to overplay to be in a three-piece band yeah i played fill the holes. i played in three-piece bands you have to fulfill the holes like doug just said and, you know and you have to be an amazing drummer you have to be an amazing bass player you, but, have, you know um overplaying no 
But is there a lot going on? Yes. yes. But the right. thing with that, like they're playing, but these guys don't jam. These guys play That's the same parts. Yeah, so if they true. didn't play this song exactly, they did at a live show. People would be like, "What the fuck? They missed I've, this one part." You're right. You know? You're right. You know? I've seen it, and yeah. people are like, "They didn't do this wrong." They're, they're, you know, they're like doing the the hits with their hands, yeah. and it, it was yeah. intense. It's got to be perfect for them to do, to pull this off. It has to be because so, it's it's all roadmapped. All their music is roadmapped. It's not like they they would let no, loose. everything's a set part. Well, yeah. like Ryan, you've said this several times on the show, man, about like there there are just times when the universal lines and dudes who know each other right like keith and mick just happen to be on that plane that mm. train station together and the ramones all coming together you know like you put one of these dudes in another band it probably doesn't work right, right. neil pert can't play drums for the ramones no, no. right but it's like just, it's weird how you say how the galaxy lined up because it did line up with them with getty lee and alex they mm. were in uh sixth grade together yeah. and they became quick friends <laughs> and they both start playing guitar together like you know like to find your equal that early in life musically, and they they never played with anybody else but them. And and they share shared interesting background by himself. I believe that both their their family, their parents, escaped Nazi Germany or like or Some something sort of like it. that. Yeah. They, yeah. They're, they're Holocaust survivors they're, anyway. Yeah, they're both, and they land in Canada. They're and then, both American yeah. born, like first generation American born, Canadian born, Canadian born. Oh, yeah, I'm born. sorry, Canadian but they, born. they they left like they escaped the the Holocaust. Their fam, their parents escaped the Holocaust. Their parents or their grandparents or something like that. Their yeah. parents, yeah, their parents. The yeah. parents, yeah, and that's definitely. amazing by itself that these guys come from the same kind of like that hurt background and they find each other. Yeah, they were playing in like their their garage growing up, like yeah. classic, yeah. like everything about like the yeah. classic rock and roll coming up, man. Yeah. Like just working hard and playing any crap gig you can get as kids they were doing and stuff dances. like that. They were doing anything in the seventies. Everything was wide open. Music, rock and roll was still being invented. You know, yeah. they had a form of it, and th- this was their form of it. When so they never played with anybody else. Those two guys never played with anybody else besides those two guys. I'm nope. sure they played with another drummer before. But when did they the, start the original playing? Drummer, yeah. So they, they start playing together like in ninth grade, like in 1965, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They did have an, an initial drummer who um he just wasn't down with the direction the band was taking. Sure, and he, he had, had some mental he had health some, issues. Yeah, he had some they, physical. Uh, Issues also, yeah. Like he, yeah. they, they kind of. I think they kicked him out, but then yeah. he was also like, "That was the right move for me." Kind of, kind of thing. And they brought in Neil Pert, and they, uh, <laughs> no, they, Neil Pert's like, "Yeah, I'll play with you guys." He, yeah, like, kind like, of. They, yeah. he's like, they showed up at his um father's parts, his garage, garage parts, auto parts place. And he said like a Ferrari pulled up, and they asked him if they can go for a ride, and they bring him back like twenty minutes later, and, and he's like. These guys want me to join their band, you know, mm. like us. We own a business with our father, you mm. know. How big would it be? To, so your father said, "Hey, I'm not coming to work yeah. for the next couple of years because I'm going on tour with this <laughs> rock dad, band." That his dad worked. was like, "You'll regret it your whole life if you don't do it." Yeah, like, you have awesome. to do it. Like, oh, yeah. His father was all about it. Then. Yeah, his dad oh, yeah. Right on. No, yeah, he said, he was like, you can always no, come back. Stay here to with the business." So they obviously heard of Neil Perp. Like, he, I guess they saw his band play one time. They're like, "We have to get this." Neil guy was in a successful band. Yeah. Yeah, totally. He's in a successful band, and they must have been pretty like well known themselves for them. To go. They were, yeah, they were. They they were locally known well enough that that Neil went and joined them. And there's a Rush album. The, those early Rush albums, Neil Peart's not even on them, correct? Uh, I'm not I'm sure, sure that. I'm pretty sure that their first, first al- album's Working Man, dude. No, mm. it, I'm telling you. Doug. Okay, well, there's no hang harm on, in could, looking it up. Yeah, hang on, I'll, I'll look it up while we're talking. Working Man's their first album. Let's go to our research department. <laughs> Do, 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 Mr. Computer. You are correct. Thank so you. The fly by, for the win. The first drummer was John Rutsey. 
Did he record with them? He died in... He performed on the band's debut album, but left shortly after its release due to health problems and his limited ability toward the band. He was subsequently replaced by Neil Peart, who remained with the drummer for the yep. rest of his active... So the first album is not being played by Neil Peart's by yeah, the other. All right, so he's on the first... Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's on the first album, Rush, and then the single, Not Fade Away. Okay. All right, so... I think you have to be really into them to know that there was another drummer. Like I, well, I didn't know that. Well, dude, people like Rush fans—they are like comic book guy out there. Like he knows that Neil Peart's not playing yeah. on the original recordings. Yeah. All right. Um, you want to keep Let's going into the story? the story? All right. So we played. Uh, we played the four forty-five. We played the five forty. All right. So we're, we're going go to go eight twenty-four. This All is right. when he finds the guitar. So, you know, he found the guitar and he's like, check out these songs. Right. What is like this that. thing? I like that. That little part. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like the who wants steroids. You know what I mean? Very, kind of, you know, yeah. Yeah. It, it's you know. definitely like Tommy on steroids. Yeah. 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 Very theatrical. Man, mm-hmm. we had at some point like battle the concept albums or something like, a, <laughs> you know, like March Madness is coming up. <laughs> we do like a tournament of concept albums and yeah, I mean, you're a bigger, you're much more of a concept album guy than I am. I just but, love stories and I'm a dork. <laughs> Excuse me. The um, but like how the clean sound of it is very, for its time, different. You mm-hmm. know, in the seventies, to have such a clean, echoey sound. Yeah, there's more effect on it. Like they clean it up from like this. Like I hate to go back there, but like the Who. You know what I mean? They're doing what they they're, like they're, they're doing better with it, their sound. Like you know, even though that's like the Who's thing, we're going to sound the best. But this sound, it's you know, ten think, years later. But you I know. think it was twenty one. I think this album they recorded on like a twenty four track. Like it was like, like blowing your mind yeah. how much like shit that they yeah. had plugged yeah. in, and yeah. even um, uh, Getty's bass was going into like two different tracks. Like one track went right into it, another one ran through like something, and you know, like another they, device beforehand. They were, they were another band that used the recording studio as an instrument. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, and I had never really thought about it that much, like how groundbreaking this is yeah like doug that you said like nothing was sounded like this nothing like, like you know you're coming out of like buddy holly and that that you know things aren't well, you're, coming out, like, you're yeah. coming out like the who and the stones and this and that it's the like, 70s and Zeppelin, there's punk rock you know right there blues and like punk Zeppelin's going and... on at the same time but you hear all these other bands like that are they're on like they're they're all in the same team like you know whatever you don't hear anybody really like hank like being like talking really good things about rush 
the fans later in life who became really successful musicians talked good about Rush, but none of their I peers think, really did. I think, like I said, like Rush is a, is a big brain band, yeah. but I think you have to be like a big brain musician to really yeah. to really appreciate Rush and what they do. I mean, I'm not a big brain musician. I played a lot of gigs. I don't know what that makes me, but uh, yeah, I'm sure these guys yeah. were hanging out with Mick, uh, Mick and Keith and like you know doing no. all kind of like you know. Well, you you guys both Stuff. mentioned like that they're very clean sounding, and I I just wrote it down because I'm like I don't think I like clean rock and roll. Mm. They're definitely you know, I think clean. I, I think I yeah. like dirty. Yeah. Sure, you know I like the shit that you turn the log over and all the bugs are underneath. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that. I like yeah. the. I like the I like going to McCuskers. I like yeah, dive yeah. bars and yeah. and grungy bluesy kind of stuff. I want to appreciate it, but you definitely pre- I, I'm sure. with you a thousand percent. But you have to you appreciate it. You see, you hear the beauty in it. You I know. think I think um, to be progressive rock that what they are, you have to be clean. Yeah, there's got to be a lot yeah. going on, and it has yeah. to be clean. It can't mash together. Yeah, and I you never know. really thought about my like. I don't like progressive rock. I don't like Jethro Tull. No, I same, don't like King Crimson. I don't Genesis like yes. I don't like Janice. Genesis. I don't like yeah. early Genesis. Yeah, and I never really thought why. And I think it's because of clean music. I like. I don't like on the Titanic the band is playing the strings up top. I like the dudes that were at the we're bottom in the, the bottom. Exactly. Yeah, like the yeah, Irish the party. guys. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think I like the you know, I, I like the dirty stuff a lot more. I like the stones and ZZ yeah. Top and shit like that. That's great. I mean yeah. I can I can appreciate all that stuff. But these guys that have this mega talent to create a rock and roll band. At the end of the day, it's a rock and roll band. Like rather than playing jazz or you know, or this or that. They're they're, they're playing they're playing a, 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 a a kind of rock and roll that hasn't been found yet. They're know? almost like a three-piece orchestra, yeah. Like yeah. in a way, you know, yeah. like the the thing that they're weaving and they're putting together. It's just, yeah, it's just not my bag. But I, you know, I I keep wanting to jump ahead and get into my opinion of them after listening to all this. And no, let's move to the next part of right. the song. Uh, Nine fifty in. That's about halfway through. Yeah, let's listen to a little bit of it. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, he's saying, "Look what I found, man!" Like, have you guys any anybody seen something like this before? So beautiful. Did you ever hear something like this? Which all three of us have had those moments in our lives. Yeah, right. That's, yeah, that's that's us. That's yeah. every teenager who's ever listened to rock and roll. But yeah. here is where he is in society. That's basically a society of footloose. Yeah, you know, like you can't dance. There's no art. They tell you what to do. You know, they're 
its own society. Um, so this isn't science fiction. This is a commentary on like the squares. I think so, dude. Man, I never thought Spaced of that. Out. I never gave a shit to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, uh, man, you're right. It's like listen to this. Right as we were saying that, I was like, oh, dude, that was me sitting in my room. Yeah, yeah. I highly enjoyed that. Be yeah. honest with you, I, I kind of like you know. Getty Lee not screaming like in the beginning of this or singing yeah. like he's, when he sings very soft. Yeah, that's very very enjoyable. The, yeah, the arrangement was beautiful. Yeah, you know what I mean, like every, everybody's showing off a little bit what they can do. Um, yeah, I, I one, really enjoyed it. It's the first time I ever heard heard this, and I really 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 enjoyed it. There was that it. one drum fill where it was just like <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was kind of like it was yeah. like back in the mix though, yeah. and you're like, man, that's really cool, dude. Yeah. Even in the beginning, like we were hearing so talking, like the guitar on. was like really bluesy in the beginning of it. Yeah, you, you said know? it sounds like Keith. Yeah. Yeah, it's very bluesy. Um, so the this guy found the guitar and he's like goes to the elders and like check it out, you know, like uh, this is amazing, you know. And uh, we get to the next part of the song. Here we go. I'm just gonna stop it there because we've like we have all these clips written down and they kind of all run together, but I don't want to get well, it's the same song. Dude, it's all the same right? song. By getting sued, I was like, let's just pause it and talk a little bit about it. So, yeah, man, you were saying like you like Getty Lee's softer voice. So that's the that's the the the, the guy who finds the guitar. Then like it's basically, a soft voice. It's the soft voice, and so when his voice gets really like screechy and that's high, the that's, elders. that's the elders telling him that he's wrong. So he's playing. Or he's like, like, like pay attention to the man behind the curtain, or like don't pay attention to. They're basically saying this is something that ruined our society. society. So he's basically. playing two different yeah. characters There's with his ri- voice, yeah. which is kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's keep on rolling. Yeah. All right, here we go. Wow. wow. 
live. That change, man. Yeah. 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 Even the tone, like, I mean, his voice changes, but the, t- the yeah. music playing behind him is yeah, different. Yeah, so too. intense. Yeah. yeah. I'm not hating this. I gotta I'm be honest, even, I'm, I'm like, not really hating no. this. I'm enjoying it more. Yeah, I tried yeah. to break it down to, like, maybe explain it a little bit. Yeah. Here. But it's, like, it's just fun listening to this with you two, because I, there's no way I would have made through any of this with, like, listening to it by I myself. Li- this is, like, a study group. Dude, I listened to this a million times and read the lyrics along with yeah. it a million times. Yeah. I give you all the credit in the world for educating us, but it's just like I don't, I you can't buy this experience that I'm having right now. No, this you is I mean? this is awesome right now. And that was another comment I had. I I thought about them it was like, when do I want to listen to them? You know, I said mm-hmm. I tried doing it when I was like I had my attention. I tried listening to them when I was doing other stuff, and I found it just I was just getting annoyed. So it's like, you know, you like, never found I, like an entry point. Yeah, it was like, yeah. I wouldn't listen to this when I'm like, I'm having a barbecue in my backyard. No, it wouldn't just be no, playing in my backyard. No. It was, I was really struggling with it. See, I'm enjoying it sitting here with you guys. No, absolutely. See, I had a friend that fucking loved Rush and he'd make us listen to it all the time in this car, driving around. That's not driving a good around, set. It's not the right setting. Around, you know? And he was like forcing it on you. And then, like, you know, I heard some songs we'll listen to later on in the show that really got my attention from them. But yeah, this this is I think it's pretty interesting so far what's going on. I'm enjoying the it. The elders are like saying, you know, we've been through this before, it's just a toy, you know, we have better things to do than uh than worry about art and dancing and all this shit. Yeah. All right, so let's play what we have written down in the last clip here. It's about fourteen minutes in. Here you go. Watch F for Family. That's exactly it, dude. Yeah, I know. Okay, he's 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 sleeping. He's in a dream. Um, he's dreaming about how society could be, and he. Saying to himself, you know, I don't know if I can go on living to this old way of life um, if we continue without this music in my life. So, so this whole story is a dream, or is this? No, is he's the, falling asleep so, now. So, after he had, so this he never convinced the elders to to bring back this this precious thing that he found. No, that, right. that he the, discovered. The, continu- the song continues. Okay, so he's like you know banished, I mean? and then he's thinking about like, what's my way out? Maybe hmm. it's through death or whatever. I also, I mean, I looked it up as we're playing it. This is three years before the wall came out. Wow, you know, wow. this is seventy six. The wall came out in seventy nine. So I was like, man, it's pretty like in front of its. I don't know when Tommy came out. I guess I Tommy came out like in sixty Did it, or sixty eight at Woodstock. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So it was, that was like sixty eight, maybe. It might have been the first Woodstock. Might have been the first time they played it. To be honest with you, could be sixty nine is when yeah. Tommy came yeah. out. But yeah, I mean, this is just in a completely musically a different direction than anything else. So uh, he's like, I, I'd rather be dead than live. So let's listen to the rest of it here. All right, here we go. Lights, I see the works of gifted hands that grace the strange and wonders when I 
he's saying, you know, how he sees the future and he says it's going to be shit. Imagine that. Like, like it's going to be a horrible future if we continue the way that we keep on living. Crazy to think that way. Right. You know, <laughs> musically, it's, it's, it's straight on, man. They all hit the same time and it's really progressive. It's really technical. So this song, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm now does this continue or is this like this we're coming is, to the end of this? We're getting, we're side coming, A. We're coming to the end of the story. Okay. Yeah. And the side and the end and of the side, side A. A. Yeah. Yeah. We're coming to the end of the okay, story. Okay. Now. So we're at, so now he's just like, you know, the world is just gonna go away and I can't live here anymore. And he doesn't and he's just like I showed you this great thing and you guys don't wanna You took budge. it from me, you it, broke it, 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 you broke smashed it. it and you sent me should have just been like a lot of guys on it. You should have kept it to yourself you and kept your mouth the world. shut. Yeah, right. well, yeah. and create your own thing in the, in the underground and come back out like twenty years later and take yeah. it all over. Yep. So let's continue. All right, here we go. He says like something about killing himself, yeah. right? Like, what yeah. is his life worth living, or something like that? Right. Yeah, he's still going. Getty's yeah, still singing along. Like, what's the point of living? And you know, still, you the, know, but the, you like music, like the whole story. Like you said, you took a um, a science fiction writing class at one time in the college, or no, a screen. No, that was me. That's what I mean. You did. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah, at Bruce yeah. when I'm saying it. Oh, I think you meant Getty Lee. So they no no. But so they never really brought the. I thought this would be like brought up just because it's a. It's a very famous album. It's a very piece yeah. of... Neil like, Peart wrote all the lyrics to it. Yeah. Had I... I mean, if, if I took it now, you know, if my daughter's taking one in college, I'd be, be like, like, yo, hey, bring this up. Bring this up a, because a cool this, story. this is a good concept. Because yeah. it's, a, yeah. it's a classic concept of any, like, space kind of bring, like, something, like, yeah. precious, like, something artifact Sure. You know? I mean, yeah. the, the sound, too, goes from, like, you know, as he's getting frustrated, it has that chill... Like the character, yeah. and then it, it spikes, and the music spikes, and his voice goes up, and he's yeah. like angry, and then it comes back down. It seems like he's like when he remembers the music, it's like ah, yeah. But then fuck this, you know, they took it away from me. Yeah, you man. Know, they're right controlling on. me. So yeah. when he's singing high again, screaming, is that the character? Get That's not the author. It's the character. Okay. Now he's pissed now off. He's pissed yeah, off. Okay. I think he's he's off by himself. So. Right, he's like living alone. But dude, going back to it again, no band was doing anything like this. No, but this is 1976. Yeah, man, it sounds fantastic for the time. I'm sure it's remastered, like you know yeah, what we're it listening is. to. It is the remaster, yeah. but it's just uh, how's it sound? Did you listen on vinyl? Do you have this on vinyl? I don't have it on vinyl. Mm. No, I'm not a Rush I'm, fan, dude. I'm sure it sounds great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's continue. All right, so there's about two minutes left. So now what happens, he killed himself, right? So now they, they jammy jam out for a while. So now you're going to hear 
something could land, some spaceship landing. We have took control. We have took control of the thing. And what that is, that's like um, somebody coming, like like America coming to liberate you. Well, let's listen a little bit more. Who is that speaking? That's, that's the um, the intergalactic army <laughs> so, coming so, down to liberate so, them. So, so it's like Bill and Ted comes down? Like- no, Doug. It's the army coming down to liberate them from their oppression. To save them from the priests. So it's to how the priests them, coming in saying yeah. we're putting the fist. Okay. Yeah. They're coming out to uh, free them from, their, from the, not having their music and the way that they've been living. Yeah. Unhappy. That's when it gets total nerd man when they're like yeah, attention yeah, yeah. planets. To, but no, it's you know. cool yeah. though. It's super cool. It's like it sounded great. I've never heard it before. It yeah, that's, great. That's twenty one twelve. Um, what how, what was I going to say? But it's, okay, so now I hate to, like the beginning when we started listening to that is very hooish. I hate to keep on going back to it. The Who's Tommy always is considered a rock opera. I never heard rock opera tagged to twenty one twelve. Man, why that's is it. that? Because this is more of a rock opera than it Tommy. Is. Yeah, it even is. like it has everything, man. I just, like, you I, know, I just think it's so over people's heads. Totally. Yeah, but like it's it's like us, dude. We don't give no, a fuck hear, about it. No, I, no, I hear you. you know but, what I mean? but it's just kind of like I'm like, sure they. they we made never cared with, ever. I, we don't about care 20, anybody. We don't. We haven't cared ever in our lives about twenty one twelve. No, our whole life. We saw the album cover. It was the out. If you remember, it was the it was at the pentagram, mm. and it was the naked guy, his hand up against the pentagram. Well, like the pentagram represents the the, the elders. No, I understand what you're saying, but I'm just kind of saying why this is never considered a rock opera, like like other famous rock operas. I don't so know. I mean, maybe it's, it's unappreciated. I think it is. That's where I'm I mean, getting we never, at. Like, we yeah. don't give a fuck about it, but no, I no. knew there was but a story like, there. Yeah, but like you know, like this is definitely a fanboy band. You know what I mean? Like it's definitely a nerd boy band. Like it's just a nerd. Oh, it's a dude totally fest. Nerds, it's a dude like fest us. going to a show. You know. But like they don't, I don't understand. Like you know, I'm kind of, like I'm 45 years old, and this is the first time I'm listening to this really, and I'm just kind of like, well, how, I don't really. Besides well, fans, like, I don't hear anybody like and, Bruce. Like, what do like, you? Th- no, because like know Rolling Stones talk about it, or this or that, or nothing. You I know? I completely agree, man. And I put something on our social media today that we were getting back to. You know, every night when we're recording, I always put something on social media like, oh, we're back in the studio talking about whatever. Mm. And I brought up Rush. And, uh, you know, that we don't like them or blah, blah, blah. And every comment was someone like, I don't like them either. I never got it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some people were like, I didn't like them. And I listened to them and I got into yeah. them. But none of the nerd, no, we didn't have no comic book guys. Not yet. Um, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, right. But I mean, maybe that's the circle that we it. traveled yeah. in, right? Yeah. The people that listen to us. We love you too, comic book guy. Right. Don't, don't think we don't. We love you. But I also wrote down here, like, I've never listened to a Rush album front to back in my entire life. Well, that was just one side. That was just one side. Well, I mean, and I listened to a couple 
I did listen yeah, to I, uh, Moving yeah. Pictures this week too, but yeah. I've never listened to a whole like yeah. any other than a single on the radio, uh, Spirit of Radio, or any of that other shit yeah. that we hear. I had never listened to anything because I didn't yeah. care. I'm just like yeah. I just don't give a shit. I just know they're pop I, hits. I just never really cared. Like you said, Bruce, yeah. I always had better bands to listen to. Yeah. Like Rush was yes. for like geeks yeah. and yeah. dorks. Yes. You know, like I said, and we were, um, but it was just weren't. We were, we were different kind of geeks. Yeah, we like followed fish. That's literally my note. I only have I have like five bullet points on it. I just said I don't hate them. I just don't give a shit. Yeah, like I've never been like, you know, they suck. Well, I I've said that jokingly, but when it, you know I had to put my dick in the dirt and defend it, I was kind of like, yeah, dude, I know they're good musicians. I just don't care, dude. What, what I'm be- famously famously down at McCusker's. I hate. That I hate Rush, well, people, and this changed my fucking mind. Dude. It mine too. It changed my it mind. It changed my opinion a lot too. I, I've always said, I said this for at the bar. People said, you know, Rush is. I'm like, well, obviously you're getting something that I don't get, and that's me just proving that. Like I never got it, and I, I'm still I don't really get it, but I but I, you I, understand I enjoy there's it. A story. I enjoy it, and I appreciate it, and I understand there's a story, and the musicianship is is great. It's over my head, but hey. Who knows? Maybe I will. Like I Maybe, said, in the last couple of years, I yeah. have been turning on a little bit more to Rush and this and that. Right. But it's, uh, yeah. All right, so before, they get something I don't get. Before we take a break and talk about some other hits, let's just talk about it now. So you know, your opinion changed doing this research? By sitting here right now, yeah. But, but, but again, it's all about setting. Like, I'm not going to listen to this at home by myself. See, you know I, I, mean? I sat and listened to this by myself. All week long, yeah. two weeks long, and I totally changed my opinion about Rush. Yeah. But I seen them in concert already. Mm-hmm. I, I was lucky enough like that. Do they suck? Obviously, they do not suck. Yeah, right. So We're being provocative I really, with the title. Yeah, I really enjoyed Twenty One Twelve. Like mm-hmm. I thought nothing of it. Growing up, I never thought anything of it as my adult life. But to like, all right, we're going to trash this. But surprisingly, like, like, holy shit, I really like this. I found myself humming the songs mm-hmm. of, like, you know, the, the, I, humming the elder songs walking down the street. You know, I can see why everybody geeks out on it. Like, I'm sure people like Scott Ian and like uh, other like Kirk Hammett and they all these dudes, Dave Grohl, they, Dave Grohl fucking, they, they all like, yeah. love Rush. Yeah. They're a huge fan. I yeah man I'm Doug I'm thinking with you I I like the rootsy kind of stuff I was listening to a ton of Body Holly today because I mean today's yeah, the anniversary of the yeah. oh, the really? day the music yeah. died yeah. Oh, wow. yeah so I was listening to a ton of you know, just oh, I the, heard it on the radio today just that makes so much, I heard uh, American Pie. Pie on the wow. radio today wow I actually was so listening sense. to our American Pie episode yeah. today a little oh, bit wow. too but it was like yeah dude and I go on Spotify and you pull up Rush and then I see this one track that's listed at twenty minutes and thirty three seconds I was like I'm out yeah yeah and I agree man I my opinion of them change i don't think they're as terrible but yeah. i also don't i can't I'm imagine gonna, a time in which i'm gonna like oh no. i'm gonna put on some rush no. No. doing it right here with you guys, you guys yeah is really cool yeah. yeah because like you know we'll sit here and talk about all kinds of shit and mm-hmm. stuff like that but yeah, they, yeah I, i'm not gonna go on the beach and listen to rush right i'm not gonna put it on my phone and my yeah. truck when no. i'm driving home or i'm not yeah, gonna I'll be done with them after we, we do this I, episode and <laughs> i normally listen to like the music that we're talking about when i'm driving down here i normally listen to i didn't listen to it today because it was kind of like yeah. I, oh, no, i've yeah, had yeah. enough but I am saying this though. Anybody who's listening to the show wants to come down McCusker's and say, "Hey, if you're trying to you're, listen to this song, come down and play it down for us. We'll play it for you on, on the uh, on the jukebox." But hey, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm asking yeah. willingly. You know, if, I, if, if I, you want to give an example, you want to you want to listen to some music, come down to the bar and we'll play yeah. it with you. Listen, twenty one twelve changed my mind. 
I really loved it. I'm actually think, going to the bar after this because a couple of my buddies are up oh, there. Nice. I think I'm probably going to play it and just yeah, uh, yeah we'll see what Jesse has. Jesse will be like, if I'm sitting out by my fire pit, man, like my in my pub shed, I have like a TV can swing out. I like I could. I could sit out there with a six pack, have a couple beers on a spring night with a fire going, put this on, turn it up really loud, piss off my neighbors, and maybe watch like a live. <laughs> Watching so a live would be big. great. Watching a live concert would be fantastic. There is on YouTube live from Rio. Mm-hmm. And dude, like these, like, I think it said like 60,000 people showed up. Sure. And it's waves of people jumping. And they don't speak English, but they're saying like word for word for word. Yeah. For, it's like, holy shit. Like they're really speaking English through Geddes Lee's English. Yeah. Which, if, how they phrase Neil, Neil Peart's lyrics just goes, it's like so fast. So many words. Dude, Rio so, really likes to rock and roll. Every time you see do. like a show, it's, like, it's only huge, like the fucking whole country right. shows up. Two million yeah, people, people show up. And they up. all get it. Like, you know what I mean? They look like, yeah. they must be a big rock and roll country. They are, man. They, they I guess when you only have music, yeah. that's that's what you live for, we man. We need like Paulo from Brazil to write us in. We haven't yeah. heard from Omar in so long, too. Omar. I, I, I heard... Uh, a little bit from Omar. Maybe we'll talk about it when we come back. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, dude. And you know what? Another thing about Rush, like watching the, um, I've said this a couple times on the show too. I generally just, I like people that I listen to to be like good people. I don't like shit bags. And these dudes in Rush just seem like nice people. Sure. I mean, they're Canadian. Of course they're nice. Well, Neil, Neil Pert's Pert- a weirdo. Yeah, but yeah, he's a very, was. very interesting guy though. Yeah. He's written like two books. He rides his he motorcycle from gig to gig. He's one of those dudes he wasn't like, the most fan friendly guy. No. Yeah. But he was also one of those like, people that are too smart for their own good yeah you know like comic book guy yeah but but they just seem like they just they got their shit together they worked really hard oh they're working Um, men oh right like their song working men right they just they got where they are man but they're working their asses off and pushing that boulder up the hill because i mean it is kind of nobody was doing this man but imagine doing this every six months like you you come out you make an album you go out on the road. You write this. You write the next album on the road. You come home. You make an album. You get out on the yeah, road. And you again, play that and scripted. Then, and then the you're same. playing this. The next next tour. You're writing the next album. Like that's how you make. They make two a year back then in the seventies. And then on this caliper of level of musicianship and idea, like ideas. Yeah, where did it come from? They, they must have fucking years and years and years and books and books and what's that? It must have snowed a lot. No, they got <laughs> stoned a lot. <laughs> I thought you said they must have got snowed no, in Neil a lot. Pert, well, Neil Pert wrote all the lyrics. Yeah, but yeah. They're totally potheads. Yeah, from totally. seventy four to seventy eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, six albums in. Two years. That's amazing. That's right. who, who else did that? But but then you think like you can. I mean, I keep going back to Springsteen and all these episodes. But like you know, Springsteen goes out and he plays a completely different show every night. Or the Dead play a completely these guys different are show. The same show right. These guys are like they're rehearsed down to probably like yeah, to the, where to they stand. stand yes. No matter what no, stage when yeah. they run around where yes. they are. They have but, to be to be that technical. You, yeah, to be that kind of technical band, you have to be that way. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, no, that's just that's not that's not our kind of show. Uh, you know, there are parts in like Iron Maiden songs that do runs that take on the whole band. And you know what, dude? And that's a great point because I've also never like super got into Maiden because Maiden yeah. is more. That's that's a show this, too that has a roadmap. Yeah, too. dude. The whole show has a roadmap. Right, that more like polished stuff. Yeah. And I just tend to like the dirtier shit a little yeah. bit more. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's just, just my bag. Yeah, baby. It's not my bag, baby. Yeah, I, I think now I've gone from, yeah, Rush Socks. Two weeks ago, I've been like, Rush Socks. To now I'm kind of like... Intrigued. Yeah, like... 
Yeah. Um, you're not Kate going Bush out. sucks. Yeah. Kate, Kate Bush, Bush fucking sucks. sucks. Yeah. Russia's kind of on the level. Right. Russia, I'm more kind of like, I appreciate it. Yeah. It's just not my bag. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I really enjoy listening to this with you guys and bouncing all ideas off of each other. So, um, is that it? We've been talking for an hour. You want yeah, to yeah, take, take a break? little break. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We're just going to run real quick, probably through some of their bigger hits. Maybe we'll share some of my thoughts on it. And then we've got the electric chair, music news. We've got all kinds of other good stuff. We'll be back. Stick around. Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by McCusker's Tavern at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia. There's something for everyone on the beer list and the jukebox in McCusker's. It's minutes from the sports stadiums in Philly, making it a great place to stop by for a few drinks before or after a concert or a game. Come see for yourself why everyone from Philadelphia Magazine to Playboy has called it one of the best dive bars in the city. Visit them at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia or on Facebook. That's McCusker's Tavern. All right, we're back from the commercial break. Thanks so much for sticking with us, man. Yes, All right, so yes, yes. I think we're going to just talk about some of the... Uh, some of the bigger hits, man, from Rush. Yeah. And we'll talk about them a little bit. And we got some music news. We got some second thoughts, electric chair, and we'll be on our way. Awesome. All right. So, what, what do you want to talk about first, man? No, let's play a couple tunes, man. Um, I know what, what broke Rush into stardom was in uh, Cincinnati, was, a, was where they got their first hit at, and it was um, Working Man. Uh, yeah, dude. Here you go. I yeah, dig man. that yeah, song, man. I like the guitar. Yeah, it's, totally. it's like dirty. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's totally who can't recognize with that title, The Working Man. Do you think these guys like write songs that are like, okay, we need like a pop song. We don't need no. something so like... No way. I they don't got, think they've ever given a shit. No. No, really. They, they don't, put out they don't, so much bad music. They put so <laughs> much bad music out there. The whole 80s was not good to them, like really. Well, well they, they had like Roll the Bones, or that was in the 90s, Roll yeah. the Bones. Yeah, like I dude, that song. there's all those, yeah. oh, they did all those electronic albums mm. that are just fucking awful. So like, this is like really, really early stuff, this is man. Like, before, this is what their first single yeah, was. Before all the synth and all that. Like, yeah, maybe yeah. That, that's another thing, man. I, I just you know, don't yeah, like. Yeah, I'm not a big fan, I'm not of, a big fan of all that yeah. heavy yeah. heavy shit. Like, that's why I don't like Yes. You know what? I don't want to make this analogy, but I'm going to, is like that combination of like artfulness and like this, this song, like getting after it was like Queen's kind of got that a little bit. Like mm-hmm. Queen kind of, like the really clean voice and some dirty guitar kind of yeah, put yeah. together. But yeah. No, but I they mean, did, Queen, Queen did it whole. better, dude. Yo, yeah, 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 they did yeah, way yeah. better. I'm by yeah. no means putting yeah, them no. on the first But it's same. different. Like it's hard to it's hard to compare, you know. But you know, but whatever. But you said this got really famous in Detroit first, um, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So yeah. they, that's where they where they launched in America. It was in yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah, they were. This was a huge hit in Cincinnati. There's that um, documentary that Rush has on Netflix, and what they would call this song was a bathroom break. They needed a song that was really long. Right, so you could run to the can <laughs> and come back. <laughs> the piss so they and a beer song. So they start playing the song on the radio. So you could take a piss. The DJ, so the DJ yeah, could, could go take a piss. Oh, okay, so okay. the DJ could go take <laughs> okay. a piss and come back. So how long is this song? It's it's, it's 
Seven minutes. Seven minutes. Would they? Would the radio play the whole seven yeah. minutes? Yeah, they play wow. the whole seven Rock minutes. Rock and roll radio. And then it start coming on. People are like, "Oh, play that song. Play that song." And Cincinnati is such a working class town. Yeah, you know, it's a blue collar town, so it was like a huge hit. But that's crazy, man. Compare that to like we were telling the story about American Pie when like sure. it would, they would split it up yeah, and put a commercial would, in there. Yeah. One side wouldn't fit on the uh, the forty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess because this is an album cut that yeah, it, you yeah. know you can get away yeah, with totally. that, but they but, would but, not play the whole but thing. But with the music with the song, dude, it's very melodic. Like you know, it's easy to get lost in. Like you know what I mean, you start like you're kind that, of spacing out a little bit. Like just for the listener, you kind of start spacing out, you get lost in your work a little bit, or this and that. Yeah, and, this is the early seventies. Yeah, you know, it's rock and roll still being um, discovered. Yeah, you know, they're making their own style of rock and roll. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of bands making this kind of sus sound early. In the seventies, these guys must have worked their asses off. The they beginning. did. They had to. They yeah. they play in like two hundred gigs a, a year. Yeah, three hundred gigs a year. Even like know? between doing the research and then watching that documentary, I found myself like I was rooting for them. Of course, you know, even yeah. though I know that they became this yeah. huge band, like even when they, um, you know, I watched the uh, the YouTube clip of them getting in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I watched it yeah. with uh, Dave Grohl inducting them, and I was kind of like, yeah. I felt like a little bit like proud. I was like, all right, right on, man. Like no, you guys were dorks. The dorks right, made right. it. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's like yeah. Revenge of the Nerds. Right. When they went into the Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, dude. Um, like, they, well, like my wife and I were sitting on the couch one night, and I was like, oh, let's watch something music. You know, fucking do a show on it sometime. And we both, you know, stopped at the Rush thing, and we were both like, I was like, I don't like Rush, but I watch it. She's like, I don't either. And then we're, we, we both were like. I was really enjoying this. I don't like any of their music, but I was enjoying their story. It was just like an yeah. interesting, cool kind of like, all right, man, you worked your ass off. You're these really talented musicians. There's not a whole lot of like really technical. I can't even think of somebody else to like Satriani or, you know, mm, one of those other yeah. guys. Like, but somebody that's like that, like sometimes that shit is inaccessible, mm. but these dudes are still like, they have a big. You know, like you don't hear Satriani. No, on, you, still, no. you still hear you, you Rush. hear Rush on right, the radio. Right. Steve Vai's not on no, the radio. No. Like, we know them no. just because, because we're it's like Rush. No. Like you know, I mean, they're Rush like you is, know, they're they're accepted as yeah. much as people are like they look down. They're probably more accepted than people like us go. They suck. Right. I can't you think know? of another like modern band that's like technically like oh my god. No, like, I can't think of what. But it's just like you know, like people throwing the word sucked around. But it's just like you just don't you just don't get it. Like you know, it's just right. not, like you just don't get it. Yeah, I mean, one of my notes I just wrote. Eh. You know, it's the same yeah. same kind yeah. of thing. It's kind of like I just don't give a shit. And I think I, that's uh, kind of what the three of us were. Yeah, I never put Rush on to like listen to it, but like listening to the Working Man song, the drums are fucking killer in it. Neil Peart yeah. is like all yeah. over the place. Getty Lee's bass playing on it is amazing, and Alex's guitar playing is. It's just what they do as a three piece is amazing. Yeah, you know, like Getty Lee's playing like. Uh, like uh, keyboards with his feet. It's amazing what they, the sound they can, it's amazing that they can pull the sound off alive. And that's, and again, I do regret they that. Have, like I yeah, watched dude. that rock and roll hall of fame induction. And I was kind of like, I have to go see these guys. Just the state, they brought their whole stage set up. Like, they had the big popcorn, the big popcorn machine behind them, like yeah. in the radio. And, and it was yeah. just super fun were, and super cool, man. And that's another good point, man. Like, as we were setting up all the shit, you were like, does the rock and roll hall of fame, does the rock and roll hall of fame and uh, nominees came out last week or this week. And we're probably going to talk about them next, our next episode. But we're talking about like, is there a, is it like baseball, like 10 years around? And as you said, I think Rush yeah. was on like 13 years that's, in a that's row. Amazing. That's absolutely ridiculous. That is. I mean, yeah, they let all those crappy bands in before they let him, they him in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. 
All right, so maybe that'll be one of my homework. Like, who got in in a thirteen-year window? Because there's got to be some some shit that got. Uh, that's know. just the, the the board, and we talked about them before. And like, the it's fucking a clown fraud. show, and it's, it's a fraud. But the cool you know? guys are all on the, there, dude. Like, yeah, but on, all the all nerds the... are in charge now. So I don't know. I don't know. Hope, I don't well, know. we saw the. I don't know. Dave Grohl's on that shit. But I said, like the nerds are in charge now. Dave Grohl's he is, fucking nerd. Man. Look what fucking like, motor, you know. Motorhead's not on the nominees. Yeah, that's list a big again. thing. Look what's yeah. on the fucking nominees this now, year. though. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's the same what, shit. Nothing's changing. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's right, changing. Let's keep rolling, man. I don't want to steal our thunder for our next episode. But the rush getting inducted was like the, the last great thing that they did, I think, the Academy, or whatever you want to call them. I'll try to come. I got two homework assignments, so I still. I'll find out who got inducted in that window. We'll find mm. some shitty artists. And I still need to find where uh, the royalties from Charles Manson music goes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I was listening to our American Pie episode this week, and I was like, damn it, that was one of my homework assignments. So I got to get on that. All right. You got Fly By Night on here next. Yeah, let's play a little bit of that. All right, here you go. I've always liked that song. It's just like one of the rush songs I do like. Yeah, I mean the musicianship is flawless. Yeah, that's like a it's a pop song. What do you think of it, Bruce? Um, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like oh my god, I love it. Yeah, um, I'm not like oh my god, I hate it. I'm actually the next song that we have on the playlist. I was like, ooh, I fucking hate that song. Uh, what is it? Uh, closer to the heart. But it's um, a big fly, song. Fly by night. Um, it, it's okay. You know, I know it's a hit, so that's why it's, all, it's like let's play the hits. Yeah, and see how we feel about it. It's in that. I, it's a recognizable it's song. A, it's a it's recognizable, recognizable song. song. If it's on the radio, will I listen to it? Sure, will. Yeah. Any music lover, any I, music listener, rock and roll lover knows these songs. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here's the next song. Closer to the heart. To the heart. I patch. I don't know. You say you hate it. I kind of like it. You warm it. You warm up to it as the song goes on. In the beginning of it, it's kind of like like we're talking like, oh man, it sounds like Kansas or something like that. But it's by the, the 70s, end of it, yeah. But at the, toward the, by the end of it, you kind of it's it's a it's a good song. They don't sound like other progressive rock and roll bands though. Like there's like songs from Genesis that can sound like early Pink Floyd. Yeah, this sounds like nothing. Yeah. Like a prog rock band. Yeah, I don't like this song. This is yeah. all right, this is where the I start drawing the line when I'm like, yeah. I don't like they like, say yeah. this. What do you hate about it? I just something about like the the melody at the beginning is so just kind of like soft, mm. and then the way his voice works. Um, Doug, you're right, man. It reminded me of Kansas. Yeah, and I just I don't like Kansas. Yeah, a lot of that kind of like the late seven mid late seventies had a lot of like really thin sounding shit, and that's just never been my. I like the big guitars. I like the big. 
you know, I like the wall of sound. I like the Motown, the yeah, dirty bluesy stuff. I get it. Do you, do you find just, yourself though, as that song's like toward the end, you're like, okay, this is not as bad as it was in the beginning. Like when it starts rocking out, I normally would just turn, turn it, it off. You yeah. don't give it that far if, of a chance. I mean, if anything, with me, I get bored of it. Okay, like, if towards the end of it, I'm like, all right, I'm bored of yeah. this. I kind of get into it a little bit more. Like in the beginning, I'm like, oh, da, 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 when's it going to start? Okay, it starts now. Like, yeah, you know, dude, it's a I long just, song, yeah. man. They like, like they have all these huge long intros. That, that bore the shit out of me at times. They're a technical band. That's what they do. You know, and they and they tell these huge stories in their songs. I, I like flip my like I float away in my head. Like mm-hmm. I can't pay attention. You to space it. out. That's like majority yeah. of their music. You, you yeah. just kind of space out and you start thinking about other shit. Yeah, like, I, I I am listening to the drums. Sure, and, and just being like in awe of what Neil Peart does. Sure. Yep. All right, man. Let's keep on rolling. Spirit of Radio. Was I another love this song. Yeah, this is a good song. I love this song. I, I love this song. Dude, I this always did. This is the song that makes Rush fans go, fuck yeah. yeah like, I think it like, makes me go, fuck yeah. This is this must be like the encore, like when they come on for the encore, this, yeah. and then the fucking whole place goes fucking that, bananas. You just hear that riff, yeah. man. That's it's a great. ripping riff. It's great. And they had the whole part. with Getty Lee. Yeah, And that's when all the Rush, like Ron gets down, dude. Ron starts fucking losing his mind. In that song, even later in the song, it gets like reggae. It, that's another it, thing I wanted it, to bring up. Like, yeah. You know, then they do something again. Like Ryan said, they go into reggae, and that's something that band when they must have put the, pulled the song out. Like, now we're going to do the reggae part. Well, they like, said that they love the police a lot. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. Wait, I was waiting for you to stop talking so I could say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's talking. a very police kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. They said they were really into the police. Uh, you totally hear it, it later in. So we didn't play any of it. But uh, later in the song, it turns totally into it's, a reggae it's, song. And it's great. It's beautiful. It's, it's a great song. Strokes, yeah. I'm loving Rush right now, guys. All right, man. Uh, we got three more songs we're going to talk about. So Free Will off the same album, Permanent Waves. Here you go. I this love song, that. I, this yeah. song sucks. Yeah. Really, I I no. like this song. I like the breakdown that like right before we start. Like I, I like the song also. Oh, I think this song fucking sucks, Bruce. Yeah, I don't like it. I was wondering, like as it was playing, I was wondering, like I mean, the bass was very yeah, pronounced. No, I, you could hear, but it. it's just like the whole musician thing, like how they just change. They, again, they change the direction. You know, they're going one yeah, way, and then going, all of a sudden they, yeah. they they go left. You know. The, One of the things do you I, think they're like a musician like band. Like yeah, if you're, they're if you're in a band, band you yeah. like they're, they're I'm in a band though and I'm real technical and I don't like them that much. So I was just gonna say that. So like I looked up like what makes them so technically di- and they said like they have weird like measures and they'll yeah, they'll, 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 they'll go from a four four yeah. time they'll go from a four four to yeah. something else like crazy. It's crazy. Because, like you said, like you know, even though we're jam band guys, you know yeah. but it's just 
it's just your brain we don't think this way like it's yeah, just that music exactly we don't it. think this way yeah, you know my brain doesn't i could play like part the part the part the part but i like free jazz yeah like i like um to do things off the cuff things yeah. so it's like yeah. if spontaneous yes like spontaneous yeah. Yeah. but they're like right on the diamond roadmap yeah do it but this song sucks I like it. Not my yeah, it wasn't yeah. my favorite this either. This is so far I liked everything rush that we did so far, but th- that song I do not like. When this song was playing too, I was just thinking that as much as you know, we've all said one of the things we don't like about them or one of the things the issues we have is his voice, but I can't imagine another voice with that band. No, like, you know, somebody like no, it's Rush, right? Like another. I can't picture some maybe grab- maybe we'd like a little bit more. Like like Tom Waits it, it, was singing with it, Rush. It, or something. No, hey, I can't. I can't. I can't see anybody singing this band but Geddy Lee. Sure, that's it. it Pure yeah. the nerdness of it, it's, right? Like it, the, it's it's Rush. Yeah, it's Geddy Lee. Nobody else but him. All right, we got two more songs we're going to talk about. Jack and- Black. Jack Black would love that fucking job. <laughs> singing yeah, for Rush, nerd. Yeah. Singing for Rush. Yeah, nerd. We got two more songs, and they're both off of the Moving Pictures album, and which was another huge album of theirs. And the first one is Tom Story. Everybody knows it. We played it when we came out of our intro. Here you go. Bass is rocking on that song. Sure. Yeah, yeah. his voice shit. gets a little. T- I think this is this is the shit that I start to go like, yeah, I'm not a big fan. But really, I love this song. But you know every part of the, you know every part of the song. I do. Yeah, I do because it's part of it's culture. culture. Yeah, I think but, the the synth was coming in. We said I said yeah. that when I was playing. I was like, yeah, it's not too much. And his voice is yeah. I, I the think bass that, sounds great. Man. I think the drums yeah. of that is solid. The production of it is that's fantastic. Like, that, it, it hooks you in those drums. Right when you hear those drums, boom, a It's fucking fat man that's a song i could i could sing along to sure everybody, you know, everybody i know the it. i know the words but that song's like a time machine dude yeah like you, you know what that reminds me of that reminds me of porky's pool hall in deffert <laughs> in deffert growing up in like 1995 because yeah. that shit was pictures. always playing dude that whole Moving album, pictures yeah. was always on their uh yeah. jukebox remember those old cd jukeboxes yeah dude when they, flip they, over. Would yeah. Flip, they would flip 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 and they would have like the plastic CD like yeah. turn turning through it. Yeah, and what an ugly fucking thing it was. And it, yeah, dude. And saying it's a time machine, that's not a bad like. I can appreciate it. Yeah, it's just not my not my bag. Yeah, but I just remember where I always was when that song. That dude, it came on every Friday night in the pool hall. Every it's Friday, a great night. song. I yeah. love it. It's one of the songs that makes me like them. Yeah. All right, so I guess we're establishing. I don't like the the top tier, the popular shit from them. It's mm. just not my bag. But we got one more song we're gonna play, and it's Limelight off the same album.
I love that song, dude. I like, yeah, I, I like every it time too. it comes on, it puts me in a yeah. really good mood, dude. Yeah. That's their best song, yeah, in my opinion. I, I like that song. Yeah, everything about it. Yeah. But again, I, it's it's dated. I mean, that, it is it's dated. So, I still, I, dude, it still gets, it, it makes me really happy. That yeah. album yeah. was really synth heavy. Yeah. yeah. I listen so, to that album it's, a lot. It's the 80s, man. Yeah. You know, that cover was great. The, the album cover of um, moving pictures, moving the guys, moving the, uh, Artwork the counter, out of, yeah, that artwork. Yeah, there's a there's a song on that album. The one instrumental X Y Z. Yeah, like, that's yeah. a great song. Yeah, dude. that's a, yeah. it's. It, I think you. Have, I think <laughs> you have to be a musician to like that song. I, that was probably the moment when yeah. I said I was working and it was in the background. I was getting agitated. I think mm. that's what it. One of the songs that was playing because I had that album on just uh, on repeat all week. But great song. That's a great song. Right, yeah, so, yeah, we played a bunch yeah. of Rush, didn't we? We said yeah. we will never do a Rush thing. So and here we did it. So we walked into this. Uh, being the crank, saying they suck, and I think we're all coming out saying like, no, nah, dude, they're, they're not a huge fan, but definitely has a place. There's respect. a place for it. I yeah, got a lot respect. more. I got a lot more respect for them now. I always fucking hated them. Like I fucking hate them now. I'm like, yeah, man, twenty one twelve. I, yeah, I yeah. really like the concept. I'm, I'm glad we covered it. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still struggling with when I would listen to it. I think maybe the. Out by the fire pit, maybe right. You got to come up again one. Yeah, so you sure. guys both come up yeah. one Saturday night. Instead of some yeehaw, yeehaw. we'll uh, yeah. When the when the fire pit's open, man, we'll put some we'll on. Put, and we'll, we'll, last, we'll, last, we'll put twenty one twelve on again. This is when oh. he fucking kills them. You know what we do? And then we'll be like, dude, put some yeehaw stuff on. <laughs> the like fuck, ten minutes take, into it. All right. Uh, I mean, so that's that's rush, dude. And I yeah. was laughing. I'm really I'm, proud of us guys that we really sat through this. Like you know, the aristocrats that we are, or whatever. <laughs> like you know, and we we. Uh, we're adults about it. So let me, let me, I'm going to go through this. Bruce, do you think Rush sucks? No. Doug, do you think Rush sucks? No, definitely not. I still think they suck, <laughs> but they have good songs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I, there's a lot of songs. They are, they are awful. Like there's, their catalog of bad songs does not outweigh the good songs. Don't get me wrong, dude. I'm not jumping down the rabbit hole anytime soon. I'm with this not band. getting. I'm you not getting. I mean? That's not yeah. happening. I saw them in concert. I'm happy that I saw them. Yeah. You know, I still. If they come on the bar, I'm like, oh. We've also been talking for an hour and a half. We talked about eight songs. Yeah. You know? so it's like yeah. I was. I was laughing because I was like, the playlist is eight songs and it's an hour long. Because that's just. Yeah. You now that's rush. I want to hear from everybody out there. Do you think Rush sucks? Please let us know. Please let us know. Yeah, I said I, we got some feedback on the social media. That I figured I would read at the next episode, um, but yeah, dude, um, really interesting topic. I I, I thought it was, it was fun. The, it was the most torturous one we've done for yeah. me, just because I, yeah. you know, everything else I either don't know anything about it or something that we're like, hell yeah, dude, let's do yeah. it. Um, I really wanted to tell the story of twenty one twelve. I thought it was interesting. I do too. You know, I do too. I I I could see them making a movie out of it one day. I'm surprised nobody ever did. Like they probably won't give them the rights though. They saw the wall movie. You're like, no fucking way are we gonna do something like that. <laughs> They're probably like, oh, we're not going to sell out because they never really sold. They out. never sold, sold out. out. No, they never sold they out. They did everything on their own terms. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And poor Neil Peart. Mm, He's yeah. the greatest drummer. He just passed away a couple years ago. I seen him in concert, and he was like a robot. I mean, that's part of what I don't like about him—that he is like a robot. But he's like a piece of a clock, like a like a sure. a, like a sprocket. Or that's something a good like way. That. To, actually, it's a really you know? good way to name to describe the three of them mm. that they're like a watch, yeah, or like a clock. Yeah, they really all 
go together. And I don't think they could play with other people. None of them ever made like a solo album that I yeah. know of. Maybe Alex made a solo album, but the rest of them, they didn't do anything but them. Getty didn't do like any producing or anything like that. He just I'm did. sure he produced. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you know? I'm sure he did. Like he had to do something. Too much talent not to do something and just do this band unless he's just that dedicated to to his brothers, I guess, to his family, his band. Uh, all three of them have. They have uh, Neil Peart did a. Uh, Buddy Rich tribute. Oh, album. that's yeah. right. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah. he had a um, uh, Getty Lee had an album came out in two thousand, and Alex Lifeson had an album came out in ninety six. But again, like don't not a lot of stuff though. Don't listen to yeah. it. So yeah, Neil Peart had some really bad tragedies in his life. Yeah, I had his, read that. His, I remember that from the documentary too. His daughter got in a really bad car accident, and she died young. Yeah, and I think his really, wife died really young, too. and his wife died of like some sort of disease. Yeah. Um, it really affected him later in life. Yeah, he's like yeah. broken. He's a broken guy. Yeah, it kind of made him like why he was kind of a crank. He wrote yeah. so, like, he wrote two books, and one was about him driving a motorcycle cross country on yeah. tour with Rush. They would everybody yeah. get on the bus, and he would just get on his motorcycle huh. and yeah. meet them in the next when, town. When his know? wife died, he if you see it in this documentary, they talk about it. And when his wife died, he took a cross country uh, trip just by himself on a motorcycle with like just. Uh, credit cards in his back pocket and just took off. Yeah. No, he wouldn't call anybody or anything like mm. that. I don't blame him. People were wary about him. Like, yeah. here's the greatest drummer in the world, like, floating around somewhere and hey, nobody man. knows where the fuck he's at. But you know, no that. news is good news. That's the way you look at things. No, yeah. but they were worried about him. They thought sure. he could have rode yeah. off into the dead, you know, something. Yeah. Hey, man, like, something that tragic has him, I'm sure he it didn't cross his mind. They said that he said that. Not one time did anybody recognize him through when he was on his trip. Well, yeah, he's he's, he's not like. But Getty Lee can't yeah. walk down the street. Yeah, yeah that's no, true. Right, Getty Lee yeah. can't walk down the street. Yeah. All right, man. That's Rush, baby. That's Rush. All right, I'm going to move on to second thoughts. So we had some people email us. We had a couple people email us pictures of the merch they bought from our new website. Oh, boy. Dude, thank you. Thank you, um, thank you. Yes, we do have a merch store on prisonersofrockandroll.com, and we're selling some awesome looking stuff. We also got some feedback on our 1992 episode. So first, we got an email from Nick from Chicago. I've read a couple of his emails on the show. I've mailed him some stickers. He said, hey, guys, I wrote you a few months ago and said you should try having more guests on the show. He emailed us after the warden was on. He's like, oh, you clearly took my advice. That bit you did with the Yesterday's Concert podcast was great, and I now have a new podcast that I listen to. I hope you do more of that. That's great. Dude, that's yeah, great. right on, yeah. man. We're all here awesome. for each other yeah. to pass the word around, man. Really enjoy that. Uh, visiting hours is going to be part of our show. We're working on a whole game plan to get some more people to come on and talk about some music with us. Uh, other podcasters want to reach out to us, man. We'd love to talk to you about music a little bit. And then we had a Twitter user named Jawvana chimed in who was a uh it was a picture of a Jawa from Star oh, Wars. Awesome. Nice. So, nice. Chimed in. He's like, great thorough episode, but you grazed over and only briefly mentioned Helmet's 1992 huge el- uh big influence and tons of heavy music to come. Yeah. And yeah, I, I thought that also when we did I was like, oh, we yeah. only talked a little bit about Helmet. They're, and I was like, okay, what are they? They're a fucking yeah. super cool band. That's what they're they are. They're a great band. I was like, are they are they hardcore? Are they metal? Are they punk? And he's like, oh, they're hard to classify, but they're post punk, metal, yeah. punk, hardcore. He's they were like, their uh, own thing. They yeah. were totally yeah, their own thing. Yeah. He's like, uh, they're like Quicksand and some others, but I actually like Quicksand was an awesome band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ninety four. Yeah, but he's like, uh, I actually like Helmet's band Aftertaste, probably the best. Some really great albums. So I wrote the do back, and I was like, yeah, man, appreciate the feedback. 
dig your music or uh, dig your opinions on music uh you want to message me privately and we'll send you some stickers i haven't heard back cool. so hopefully he listens man be sure. happy to send you some speaking of the stickers man if you want some stickers with our logo on it we do have a pretty kick-ass logo just shoot us an email you can go to prisoners of rock and roll at gmail.com or you can go on our website there's a contact us thing page on prisonersrockandroll.com or you can shoot us a note through Facebook and Twitter man we love spreading the good word we'd love to send you some stickers or you should send a, or you can show up at the bar and we'll just give you one just don't show up at the bar <laughs> no I've had some bad experiences people just showing up at the bar alright uh, music news man I got three stories so the first is the Mighty Mighty Bostones called it quits. That's, that's heartbreaking. Crazy. That's heartbreaking. They were together for since what 1983. What the hell is Ben Carr going to do? What's his? What, what, I think they, they broke up because Ben Carr can't dance no more. <laughs> After another band man, they just made it. Like we talked about, Rush just being like working hard. The yeah. Bostones, dude, were they just, worked. Their they just put an album out last year, dude. They had that trailer with all their suits in it. They would yeah, tow yeah, around yeah. and all their shit. And uh, you met Dickie, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Did you sneak backstage? Oh, and you I met Dickie. I snuck backstage at the Electric Factory, and I was like, Dickie. He's like, hello, how you doing? <laughs> was he wearing the plaid suit? Oh, yeah. The whole... yeah, they're about to go on. Oh, that's I, awesome. I, like, there was no security guard or anything. It was between bands, and I, I was like, eh, I'll walk backstage, see what happens. And then I walked backstage, and he was just standing there doing that. I'm like, Dickie, you're the fucking man, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude was kind of bummed out. I never saw them in, in uh, concert. Really? But seen now, never so saw them. Wow. I've seen them so many times. Yeah, I've seen them a lot. They were, I was hoping I get to see them one more time. Yeah, I think they were the first like underground band I ever like. I remember people putting the stickers of the Bulldog like sure, all everywhere, over, like in in high school, like in the bathroom and shit like that. Dude, in high school, we used to, we go to a Boston show. You would go to Village Thrift and buy like some suit because everybody wore suits to yeah. the show. And by the time you walk out, you didn't have any fucking shoes on, and you're like. You right. just wear a shirt, like, like, shirt oh, and that's oh, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the whole suit is like aced out. Yeah. yeah, man. All right, so we had that. Next was uh Johnny Z. Oh, Johnny Z, man. Uh the founder of Mega Megaforce Records. He died at sixty nine. He was a really big deal in the metal world. So Megaforce Records signed a little band that you may have heard of called Metallica Ooh. and released Kill 'em All. And over the years that dude worked with Ministry and Anthrax and Testament, Merciful Fate. Okay, he owned a record store in uh, East Brunswick, like yeah. 20 minutes mm. from me. Yeah. And uh, it was really big deal, man, in the, the heavy metal world. Anthrax, really. Uh, I, in Scott Ian's book, he like has a whole chapter on about, the influence that he had. Yeah, he's like, they would show up at the store every day, like, come on, let's be on your label, let's be on your label. Yeah. Nope, you got to be a little bit better, you got to be a little bit better. And they would... <laughs> Keep on writing songs, keep on writing songs, and they finally like aspiring to get on his get, record label. Get on his record label, yeah. and then they got on the record label. Like we made it, we did it. Yeah, we. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And all right, one more song, and I'm remiss to fucking talk about this, but here we go. All right, the hippies unite against Spotify. Uh, so Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, Nils Lofgren, and I see why now. Fuck about have all pulled their music from Spotify in protest of the streaming service hosting the Joe Rogan experience. So Neil Young accused Joe Rogan of spreading dangerous information about vaccinations. Neil Young, or, uh, Joni Mitchell, and Nils Lofgren shortly followed suit, and then CSNY announced, I think yesterday, that they were polling as well. That's the first thing that CSNY has the, agreed on yeah, together the, since yeah. they broke up. David, what David Crosby wrote the letter, the, uh, the letter didn't he? That's yeah, the first I thing so, I yeah. heard yeah. Of from Was he sober? I don't probably know. not. Probably not. He's an asshole. He's a shitbag of the yeah. week. Not even like you David know. I don't Crosby. like. I, it's just David Crosby is a shitbag of the <laughs> week. Right, here, here we go. go. Right here. 
Shitbag of the week. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> it never gets. It never gets. I was playing it for my thirteen year old in the car today. Yeah. Like it's just Susie. You can play that on your show. Yeah. Like it's I don't funny. listen to Joe Rogan, dude. I don't. The like, like he him. talks about. Like you know, I know he's interesting, but for he's like, a fucking. But he's a fucking. He's a, like whatever. But he has eleven million listeners. I know that. But the he's only an MSA re- fighter that likes rock and roll. He's a pothead that likes the that that. Extreme fighting. Yeah, right. that's MMA. all he is. Yeah, the that's only, all he is. The only reason, and I, I haven't, I don't listen to him either. The only reason I would want him gone is that then we would move up one spot yeah, yeah, in the, yeah, the, in the, the list. Yeah. But I just think it's kind of lame. Like without putting my beliefs out there, I just lame. I like, I think it's a big it's shift. In, I, I honestly think it's a big shift in in platforms. Like when Neil Young said, like, "Oh well, I'm pulling my shit." Next next day on Sirius, they had. Limited time only, a Neil Young channel. Yeah. Like, people it, are cashing in, and it's really ugly yeah, to me. It's it capitalism at its dude, fucking the, best. Uh, the, you see it on the jukebox up at Cuskers. Yeah, it has it's like a Neil, Neil Young. Young I saw there. that. Yeah. It's fucked up. I don't want him on my jukebox. And Neil Young is I like always... Neil, I like his music. I love I, Neil Young. I, I don't like his music I at all. I love his music. That'll nope. be the next. It. Do they suck? They, Neil he Young sucks. Now, Neil Young's great. But Neil Young... He sucks. He's another one, man. He's always been... He's always had an issue with streaming services. He's a crazy person. Yeah, but he he doesn't like the qual. Remember, he had his own he had his own streaming service called Ponos that was like uh, you know Spotify really cranks it down like the quality. Mm. And he he's actually an advisor for uh, Pantheon, Neil Young. Oh. I swear to God, he and he's been like because um, some of the uh, podcasts are released in HD, mm. and he's been like, oh, it's ref- I can find the fucking quote. He's actually been like, uh, we're not going to get kicked off because I was going to say no, Mister Young. We love you. No, I mean, if you go on the Pantheon website, the first thing at the top, I'm very happy to see Pantheon delivering music-centric podcasts in high resolution. That's great for music. Neil Young. So Neil wow. Young has been like... Listen you know, to, so Neil Young, to right, us. By, by the transitive <laughs> Hello, property, man, Neil Young loves us. Yeah, so, he Mr. listens Young. every day. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's always been kind of a crank. But he had his own music streaming yeah. service for a while. Yeah. that he Like, you ever, like when you download, like... um. Like MP3s are like compressed, and there's like flak files that are uncompressed. A lot of dead shits like that. Like each song mm. is like seventeen yeah. gigs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna worry about any of these artists leaving until somebody good leaves, <laughs> or somebody big, somebody, somebody commercially like, big. Metallica. The only, you know what, man? Yeah. And or that, like Billie Eilish, like that would be major groundbreaking. Then would, there's a problem. Yeah, Taylor Swift. So happy. Yeah, I'd no, I know, so I know you would be, but it'd be a major fucking sweep to Spotify if, if bigger. Artists who actually are relevant today. Maybe it will be her. Who knows? I'm, I won't be amazed by anything these days. I just want her gone. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the only reason, man, that I think I would want to leave. I mean, I was reading about like how crappy Spotify play. There's like four cents or four tenths of a cent a stream or something like. Mm. They said they play. They pay way less than some of the others. Uh, the other artists. I could see me moving on that grounds. That's why I think that there's more to this than just this Joe Rogan thing. I think that there's a major thing that's going to happen. I that's agree. That's my prediction. I agree. Um, and I've always heard that, that Spotify pays really poorly. Crabby. Crabby. Yeah. Um, and I don't, maybe now I have a third homework assignment to compare, like, what is some of the other ones? Because Neil Young was like, 
he left and he bragged that he went to Amazon. Yeah. And yeah. Amazon's not a paragon of virtue they suck, either with dude. like their, their whole their whole like program sucks. Yeah, people talking about like how they treat their workers. I don't even know shit about their music yeah. program, the yeah, Amazon yeah. I don't even think we're on Amazon Music. I actually looked mm. today mm. and it was only the first couple of episodes. So it was before we it was actually up until before we joined Pantheon. So okay. I don't know what, what I Clearly, I did something wrong managing everything, but no, um, no I think you do a great job. Maybe, we're, job. Of, You're maybe we're not on there at a protest. Yeah, yeah, nice. so, yeah. Nice. Human, our human rights stance. Yes, but um, maybe I'll look into that too. Like, what are the, some of the other services pay? Because I, I, you know, I, if Apple Music costs the same, and I'm, you know, my money's going to support somebody, maybe, maybe I'm down with it. But I don't. Yeah, I, don't I, know, I think like, there's more to this story. The, there's just the more best, to this story. The best money I spend all month is the money I spend on Spotify. And I hope that any bands that I love don't leave Spotify because I'll be really bummed out. Yeah, I, well, if I left, you would have to leave because we both share. We both <laughs> yes. do so much work yes. in the two weeks, right? Yes. We'd have to be like, you know, and we the playlist we do on the show are all Spotify. Oh, I mean, and- the, the show's going to be whatever the show's going to be with the show. But I love my Spotify privately. I love yeah. I love all my streaming. Like everything's at your fingertips. It's great. I love it. I I got to listen to twenty one twelve a million times, and I have to buy it. The only thing that I have on Spotify, there's no Dre on Spotify because he Apple. has his own. He has He's his own. Apple. Yeah, yeah. That's my own problem. And with that's Spotify. all. That's like TVs like that too. Right? Yeah. You're gonna have like yeah. subscriptions to all these other places yeah. and. Yeah, I got a subscription to Spotify because it was the most popular one, sure. and I want to hear all my shit. Yeah. And yeah, dude, at some point, man. I, I have playlists that have Neil Young on it, and it's not yeah. going to come up, and I'm going to be like, oh, that sucks. But I'm also probably just going to move on with my life. Yes. Or, yeah, and everybody will, too. Right. If I want to hear Love the One it, You're With, I'm going to pull it up on YouTube. But yes. if it's but if it happens to somebody like Pearl Jam yeah. or Fish a big or The Grateful Dead or Bruce Springsteen right. Right. Springsteen leaves like that, out. dude, right. it's, it's going to be heartbreaking for me because I love Spotify. Yeah. I, I don't I, feel bad for them not making money. I like it, but I'm also like... It's because I'm I'm it it's what we call that at work we call that sticky like mm. you know it'd be a pain in the ass for me to get rid of it it's kind of mm. like you know getting rid of your your Netflix you know you got all your your yeah. your oh, yeah, playlists, playlists and all right, yeah. it knows everything That's what about I think of me it. yeah. Nice. Yeah, I don't want to go somewhere else and have to hear sure. and have okay. it relearn me. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I have too many playlists that I, that I'm yeah. not gonna have. Right, even happens. if you export all the stuff, I, I think it's easy to export a Spotify playlist to Apple Music because. Uh, when uh, Mike Cianci helps us out, yeah, totally. He does it in yeah. five minutes. But you're yeah. right. I don't want to. I don't want to learn me again. I I don't. I guess I am in the Apple world. I have like an iPad. I have a iPad, uh, iPhone. I guess it would make sense to go to Apple iTunes for me. But what I have for Spotify, if they can match for what Spotify I have for my likings, I would switch over. I'm, but it would be sticky. Like I'm the saying. total guy. Like um. The saying is like when you piss your pants, like yeah, it's warm, <laughs> cool, it's mine, but it's warm and comfortable. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I've been, I was with Sprint for twenty years myself. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just, I don't like change. I, yeah, no. you know, I just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think don't life would, I think, I think life would go go on, like, and you would just adapt, and I, I think and so in the long run, fuck all these motherfuckers, and fucking, they're both they're billionaire, money. they're millionaires, fuck, fucking, fucking with millionaires. So yeah, fuck them. For that being said. <laughs> Right, the, uh, By the next time that we uh, get together, 
the Super Bowl halftime show will already happen. Yes. Oh, we'll talk about that next time. Yes. But my prediction, I want to say it now, I think there's going to be a Tupac hologram. You said that before. So what I'm announced? saying again, right. and, okay. and Eminem is going to do Easy's part when they bring out old N- NWA. That's okay. my prediction. I maybe not with the Tupac thing because it's been done before, but but, but the thing with the NWA, I totally agree. Yeah, I think, or maybe Snoop will do it. I don't know, but yeah. maybe it'll be Eminem. Who knows? I would love for NWA to come out during the Super they're Bowl. In Con- they're, they're, they're in Inglewood. It has to happen. They're definitely doing California loving. No, but like, like but and they're gonna have yeah. like Dre. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna have Cube there. Yeah, definitely. Why wouldn't they do NWA stuff? They have to. They have to. Motherfucking name Ice Cube. It's time for the electric chair. That is where we kill a song for being terrible. And as we're talking about like progressive rock stuff, at some point when something was playing, we mentioned Kansas. Uh, Doug, I think you said the song sounds like, like Kansas. Kansas yeah. And we're like, oh, dude, Kansas, Kansas sucks. sucks. And we're we're gonna kill K- Carry On Wayward Son from Kansas. God, I hate so, this uh, fucking song. I don't like bands that are named after places, dude. <laughs> I fucking hate Chicago so much. Do you really? Dude, I'm like, yeah. like when I got really mad, we talk about James Taylor. Yeah. I, yeah. I have that. I'm like right below that with, with the song. What about Boston? We were talking about You don't like Boston? They're a big fucking band. I don't like Asia. I don't like Chicago. I don't like Kansas. Uh, I can't think of other bands yeah. named out of places. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. And the dude, so I'm looking at his Spotify. There's one guy from Kansas, or they were, I was somewhere, and they were announcing that they were coming in tour, maybe Atlantic City, and they showed a picture of the band. And the, the one dude in Kansas got a fucking eye patch. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> he's a bad dude with an eye Why is he in the back? It's of not the, a prop, it's a real it's thing. No, I like, really. He had like a firework, the firework <laughs> blew up on his face no or way. something. And I was like, awful. I was like, dude, he should be like, you know, like, come see me or I'll kid you with my hook or some Arr, shit. Like, right. Here, pay the pen. And the guy suffered some horrible tragedy that making fun yeah, of him because their right. music We're sucks, right. man. Yeah. I just Let's listen a little bit. <laughs> it goes out. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they sound. I hate the song. I hate the name. Let's just fucking kill it. All right. Prisoners of Rock nope. and Roll. We sentence you to death. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. God, I uh, hate that dude, song. So it would come on in the bar, went on a playlist. Uh, that like influenced me to make my own Ryan Radio playlist <laughs> down at the bar. Ryan Radio. It, no, it, Ryan it, Radio. it has like, like 900 songs on it. All right, man, so that's a wrap. On episode number thirty-four, we've been talking for two hours. It's yeah, an hour and man. Now. I knew we. I knew we could make it to two hours. Yeah, easy. Uh, we only play thirty-second clips at a time um, uh, on the show. Well, we tried to. We went over a little bit. But if you want to check out all the music we talked about tonight, and in every episode, we publish a playlist on each show. It is on Spotify, but there's a link in our show notes and our social media. Go check it out. If you want to hear more Ryan, go check out Mixtapes and Tasty Cakes podcast. He was on the latest episode talking about different music formats. That was fun. I, those guys are awesome. It was a good episode. I yeah, was, they, I was, they listen to our show all the time. Yeah, man. We got to have them on. I would love to have them we on. We got to have them on yeah. visiting hours sometime soon. We'll awesome. figure that out. Uh, if you want to hear more of me, I was on an I am on an upcoming episode of Set Lusting Bruce, which is a podcast just about Springsteen fans. I had a great time, man. I talked to the dude for well over an hour, shared concert stories and all kinds of other stuff. Uh, I also talked to him a little bit about the visiting hour section. We're hopefully going to have him on, Jesse, on sometime soon. And if you want to hear more of Doug, just listen to the show. Just listen to the show <laughs> or stop by McCusker's Tavern in Philadelphia. So, uh, do us a solid and go follow us on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review. You can also check us out online 
We're on prisonersofrockandroll.com. We do have a still relatively new website, and we have a merch store if you're so inclined. We do have a really good logo, man. We get a ton yeah, of compliments get, over that. Yeah. Dude, they have um, on our merch, they have these uh, pint glasses with with our logo on them. I would love to have them at McCusker's, but they would walk out the door. Yeah, sure. Everyone would steal them, yeah. yeah. Um, we're also on Twitter and Facebook. Dude, we love hearing what you guys think, and we read we try to read as many comments as we can on the air. I mentioned because there's the, so many of them. With the second thoughts we talked about, you know, some comments from some people. Uh, dude, if you're still listening, send us a message, man. We'd love to send you some stickers. Dude, we got to send out a happy, happy, happy birthday to Omar. Yes, Omar. Omar's birthday was this week, man. Wow. Omar, I get put, everybody asks me how Omar's doing. Omar's doing pretty good. He's been working really hard. Um, he just had a birthday. He celebrated with his little monkey, Mick, you know, and uh, he rocked out. All right, man. All right, yeah, we'll hopefully, hopefully we hear from him soon, man. We'll have, maybe next week we'll have a, an email from Omar if he's listening. Yeah, man. Right keep, it, keep ringing, man. We'll be back in two weeks with some more insight into rock and roll. We'll check everybody later. Thanks for listening. Keep on rocking. Peace out. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.